जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी जय गोपी जनवल्लभ जय गिरीवराधारी जय गिरीवराधारी जय यशोदानंदन जय ब्रजजनरंजन जय यमुनतीरवनचारी जय कुंज बिहारी जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी हारे कृष्णा हारे कृष्णा 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 हारे हारे हरे राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम राम हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे 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 कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 
राम राम हरे हरे जय राधा काला चंजी राधा काला चंजी राधे जय राधा गोविंद राधा गोविंद राधे जय गौरानीताय जय गौरानीताय जय गौरानीताय जय गौरानीताय जय प्रभुपाद जय प्रभुपाद जय प्रभु पादा जय प्रभु पादाय गौर प्रेमानंदे ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथो जय मुदीर ये नष्टाषु अभद्रेशु निगवत सेवया भगवतीम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्टुकी कृष्णा वासुदेवाय देवकी नंदनाय च नंदगोपकुमाराया गोविंदाय नमो नमः रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद् भागवतम कैंटो वन चैप्टर इलेवन टेक्स्ट ट्वेंटी वन भगवान पौराणमुवर्तिना यथाद उपसमगम्य मनमादे भगवान्बंधूना पौराणमुवर्तिना यथाद्पम्य मनमादे भगवान्बंधूना पौराणमुवर्तिना यथाद्योपसमगम्य सर्वेशमनमादे भगवान्बंधूना पौराणमुवर्तिना 
यथाविद उपसम्य सर्वेशनमादे भगवान्त्रतंदूना पौराणुवर्तीनाथाविदुपसम्य ट्रांसलिटरेशन भगवान् श्रीकृष्ण तत्र इन दैट प्लेस बंधूनाम ऑफ द फ्रेंड्स पौराणाम ऑफ द सिटीजन्स अनुवर्तीनाम दोस हु अप्रोच्ड हिम टू रिसीव एंड वेलकम यथाविधि एज इट बिहोब्स उपसमगम्य गोइंग नियरर सर्वे शाम फॉर ईच एंड एवरी वन मानम ऑनर एंड रिस्पेक्ट्स अदाद दे ऑफर्ड ट्रांसलेशन लॉर्ड श्री कृष्ण द पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड approached them and offered due honor and respect to each and every one of his friends relatives citizens and all others who came to receive and welcome him purport the supreme lord personality of godhead is neither impersonal nor an inert object unable to reciprocate to the feeling of his devotees here the word yathavidhi or just as it behoves is significant he reciprocates just as it just as it behoves with his different types of admirers and devotees of course the pure devotees are a one type only because they have no other object for but for the service of the lord and therefore the lord also reciprocates with such pure devotees just as it behoves namely he is always attentive to all matters of his pure devotees there are others who designate him as impersonal and so the lord also does not take any personal interest he satisfies everyone in the terms of one's development of spiritual consciousness and a sample of such reciprocation is exhibited here with his different welcomers ओम ज्ञानाति मिरंदस्य ज्ञानाञ्जन श्लाकयति चक्तुर चक्षुर उन्मिलितम् येनम तस्मै श्री गुरुवे नमः सो एज वी सी इन दिस श्लोका एज द चैप्टर इज एक्चुअली वेयर लॉर्ड कृष्णा इज एंटरिंग द्वारका एंड वन ऑफ द इंपॉर्टेंट एस्पेक्ट्स व्हिच इज शोन हियर इज समम इज भगवान श्री कृष्ण इज एक्चुअली इक्वल टू एवरीवन कैन सी दैट इन द प्रीवियस श्लोका आल्सो ही सेस all expert dramatists art uh, artists dancers singers every one of them come to give respects to lord krishna but lord krishna reciprocates exactly to each and every one it is not that bhagwan is impers- uh, impersonal there is an aspect which people think that yes bhagwan is all energy but he cannot reciprocate right the human interaction or element of love and affection can only be when it is personal 
the interaction between two human beings or even animals or two plants, anything which is alive and has consciousness, there will always be interaction. So, you can see that Bhagawan actually is communicating with everyone. He does actually today with every one of us as Paramatma because Bhagawan resides inside all of us as Paramatma. We actually forget that first aspect only. That inner voice sometimes we say which comes to us as Katha Upanishad says that Bhagawan is always present as Paramatma inside us but the Jivatma doesn't want to listen to Bhagawan. Just like the child who is naughty doesn't want to listen to its parents. But similarly here you can see Bhagawan's reciprocation is there and he doesn't ignore anyone. Like in the generally in the material universe people may only give importance to certain people and everything. But you can see that here is it said Yathavidhi means as it behoves. Because Bhagawan has relationships with everyone, every Jivatma, every living entity, not just human beings. So he, has, he, he reciprocates exactly. Similarly, when Bhagawan entered Dwaraka, you can see that you know his close associates come, Rukmani comes, you know, his children come, everyone who are there, they come. But he associates and gives them the different affection based on the bhava and the, and the interaction he has with every, every, each and every one of his bhagavatas. So that's why it is said yatha vidhi with his different types of admirers. Everyone actually as Bhagavad Gita slays, chatur vijha bhajante maam, four types of people approach Bhagavan. One who wants knowledge, one who is distressed, one who is in trouble, one wants vent, one wants, you know, moksham. Bhagawan gives them exactly the kind of relationship you want and the knowledge to guide you. But it is up to us to take, as it is said that someone who is drowning, the person who is actually giving the hand, the drowning person has to take the person who is ready to save him. So similarly, Bhagawan is there to interact all of us. So one of the names of Bhagawan actually, it's said in, in the thousand names of Bhagawan, right? It says, Sulubha, Subrato, Siddha, Satrujit Chatru, Tapanaha, Nyogdro, Drodumbaro, Vasthas, Chanu, Radha, Nishudanaha. So, Sulabha is means Bhagawan who can be easily attained. Right? He who makes it easyable to attain that Sukham Labatha, which means the happiness decide, like in the last month, we see that we sang Damodarashtakam, right? For Lord Krishna. Bhagawan is so simplistic. That even as a child, all he wants is to steal butter. And he wants that interaction with his Bhagavatas. So he is very simplistic. Even for example, when Bhagawan went to Vidura to see, right? Bhagawan has all the riches, but he still renunciate. All he wants is the loving affection. So this is one of the qualities of Bhagawan actually. you know, And that's why it is said that understanding of why we are as Jivatma... There is a Paramatma inside us which always guides us. And how we can awaken that relationship to Bhagawan is important. As we say, Cheto Darpanam Arjanam Bhavamadava Agni Nirvapanam means one has to cleanse one's heart by chanting Bhagawan's Harikirtanam. And by chanting Bhagawan's name is how that purification comes to realize what is our relationship to Bhagawan and relationship to each and every one of us also. So this comes with a gradual process. So, another thing is su- suvrataha. You know, why is that reciprocation important? Because 
reciprocation in let's say in the material universe there may be material interaction but real aspect of reciprocation is love affection protection you know a sense of security just like a child feels secure to its when a young baby is secure each and every one of us every jivatma doesn't matter at what age whatever we may be look whatever state of form everyone wants a sense of security we may be in a home today we are inside here in the temple it feels secure because outside is cold right everyone every jivatma plant also wants security a child a child wants security so bhagwan is the one who takes a vratam to protect as bhagwan says sarva dharma paritagyam amekam sharanam varja means surrender unto me i will take care of you as lord rama says sakardeva prapannaya tavasmiti chayachate abayam sarva bhutevyo dadami etat pratam mamaha means i will protect you right so this security can only be given by someone who is infallible who is the strongest so that is why we all look for security and the person to give that security by reciprocation is bhagwan sri krishna actually so this is what is called suvrataha he who takes the vow to protect his bhagavatas like we know avataram of narsimha bhagwan who comes and pralada is saying that bhagwan is present everywhere in front of hiranyakashipu and narsimha comes out of the pillar right stambe avatara stamanam yalakshmam it says so it means coming out of the the vignam the pillar itself so that is the protection he gives to bhagavatas but it is up to surrender us to surrender to him and rely on his uh, on him so that is very important to feel that humbleness and meekness that everything comes from him and then we can have it's called it's called mamata tyagam it means one which we we get benefits of activities because of his potency and then knowing the results of these activities are also due to his desire only that is a level of surrender one has to come then says as a suvrataha namaha means one who has taken this vow that is why dridam etat pratam mamaha rama says that even if ravana were to come i will forgive him also so for him each and every one of us that is why bhagwan takes avataram even when as lord krishna is in dwaraka why is that it's not like he is choosing to be selective of who to interact who not to interact he is actually interacting with everyone even in vrindavana right all the cows were there you know even the the calves were there he is interacting with each and every one because ultimately everything is his and we are all his children so that is bhagwan's relationship to all of us that is why he says as it behoves that is very significant actually so some other words which describe you know siddha he whose protection is ever available without any special effort on the part of his devotees like draupadi right once draupadi when when she cut when lord krishna was doing something cut her hand she tore off a sari and tied his hand hand to stop the bleeding bhagwan's bleeding is not supposed to be considered material bleeding <laughs> it is his body is sachidananda vigraham actually this is all for the leela to show how he is repaying his devotee so when draupadi is taken in the mahabharata you know in the in the front of dushashana drags her from her home in front of the whole sabha right in front of dhritarashtra and everyone and he starts pulling her sari is bhagwan protects her so yes she calls her but bhagwan already knows even before that is to happen he is to be there just like in narsimha avataram 
Bhagwan is present in every pillar actually. It is not like in one pillar. He is actually present in every atom, every pillar. Because Pralada could have said, I could come from here or from there. So to keep his vow of his devotee, that is why he says his protection is important. So he who is Siddhopaya, he already existing means for attaining moksha. Which means Bhagwan is ever existing. Even Jivatmas are. It is thus that we have to realize that relationship. Some other names, which it's, these are some of the qualities which are described about Bhagawan actually. So, so actually, so this, this is what describes, in fact, the form of Bhagawan Krishna. This is how it is described actually in one of the shlokams. Abhinava Navanita Snigdham Apita Dugdham Dadikana Paridigdham Mugdham Angam Murare Dishatu Bhavana Kricha Dareti Tapincha Gucha Chavi Navashikipincha Lanchitam Vanchitam Na. He said, May the beautiful form of Krishna, which destroys the sorrow of the world, shining with the smearing of fresh petar, sprinkled with the drops of curd. Showing signs of recent drinking of milk fulfill our wishes. See, this is why we say that in Damodarashtakam we see where Lord Krishna is wanting to get more milk from Mother Yashoda, he goes and steals curd. The sight of Lord Krishna, the complexion of Lord Krishna is actually bluish hue, like a fresh Navanita Chora. And on top of that, imagine how if you have curd splattered on that color. How beautiful, effulgent Bhagawan's body is and how the color complexion of the curd along with Bhagawan looks so beautiful. This is the sight one should meditate upon in reciprocation. This is why it says, see, Bhagawan is already as a Satchitanandam Vigraha, which is shining body. And due to eating of his buffer, butter, which adores his body himself, he is also shining on account of eating the butter. And this is all splattered across him as a child. We cannot see this this kind of vision in the material universe we can play colors you know a child may play with something it may go play in the mud but have you ever seen the sight of a child ever going into a pot of curd and just eating the curd and putting around he is Bhagawan himself but look at his simplicity this is the love he exhibits actually actually it says that uh, there is a nice shloka which describes Graheshu Dadhana Matan pravarto prashthakanai utpatitai prakirana nidarshayamsa nirjam avastam prachim shuddha srikara gachitham. It says, so the, the comparison is given actually where Lord Krishna going to, churn, you know, going towards those who churn the butter and, you know, breaking the pot and eating butter is similar to actually in Kurma avataram. Actually, when uh, Bhagavan takes avataram as Kurma, and when they are churning the mountain, right, and Amritam comes, is completely splattered across body. This is the parallel which is described. And actually, another uh, uh, another is given in Mukundamala Sotra. Actually, it says that Shirasagara Taranga Shikara Sara Tarakita Charum Urtaye Bhogi Boga Sayaniya Sayine Madhavaya Madudvishe Namaha says, salutations to Madhava, the slayer of the demon Madhu, who is reclining upon the lord of Adishesa, looks beautiful, and his dark form 
on which the drops of the milky ocean shine like the stars of the night. So this is the comparison given. Is Bhagwan's complexion is there. And imagine that the, the how when you look at the starry sky, how sparkling it is. That is the sparkling vision of Bhagwan eating cut butter and his body splattered with butter across his, his complexion. This is the this is the description given by Acharyas. So we see actually, you know, in the last few days, we celebrated Tulsi Salagrama Vivaha, right? And one thing to just share is, you know, when this Kurma Avataram happened, yes, when Milky Ocean is churned for Amritam, Lakshmi Devi also comes out of the ocean, and she is called actually, you know, the daughter of uh, uh, Sagara, 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 but. There is a nice pastime about this, Leela in the Padma Purana, which describes actually in the in the Satya Yuga what happens is initially when after this uh, Leela happens of Kurma Avataram, you know obviously once Indra actually goes uh, to go to see Lord Shiva and Kailasha uh, and people just generally know what happens about why Tulsi Sadagrama, but there is a big history and I will try to put it in concise here. So, Indra goes to actually see Lord Shiva and what happens is, uh, you know, Shiva is of course, you know, with his uh, Kinnaras, Gandharvas and all the people and Indra also wants to participate in, you know, in their own pastimes with Lord Shiva. And Indra, when he goes there, after all this happens, Shiva is very pleased because Indra performs a dance for Lord Shiva. And then Shiva asks a boon, uh, says to Indra, I grant you a boon. Uh, what is the boon you want? Indra out of his puffed in some state of uh, happiness, he just says, I want someone, a warrior who is as powerful as you who can defeat me. <laughs> and Indra doesn't realize what he says. Now, one can say this is Indra's ego, but this is there is a provenance why Bhagwan wanted something to happen like this. It is not about some things like these which happen. People understand that devatas are some fallen or something like that. No, there is a reason how Bhagwan want certain things to happen and he makes it come out of their mouth. <laughs> That's what it is said. It is a misconception. People think that people like those are some, they are some in some, uh, uh, in a, in a non, in a crazy state. So Shiva says, after Indra leaves, Shiva says to his Gandharvas, look at this, what happens, you know, uh, uh, you know, this, uh, he, Indra became so puffed, let, uh, he sends his army to go capture Indra. And suddenly in the, in the gist of the pastime, so happens is, uh, because of the energy of Shiva, it so happens that this goes and falls in the ocean actually. So eventually Sagara comes and Brahma is worried about this sound coming and he goes to Sagara, the king, and he says, what is happening? So at that point, actually, uh, Sagara says, this is not my sound, this is actually the son of my sound, a son. So being pleased with, you know, to pacify him, all the devadas and everything, uh, you know, provides him with all different good qualities of weapons and, you know, training and everything. Eventually, it so happens that as Sagra grows, uh, he is given in hand in marriage. Uh, Kalanemi has a daughter named Vrinda. And actually, Vrinda uh, uh, is married over to Jalandhara. And the reason Jalandhara is the reason is because when the baby actually goes to, uh, Sagara goes to show to Brahma, he craps, uh, the baby is crying and he grabs Brahma's beard actually. And it so happens he's not ready to leave that, you know, with tears coming out. So that's why Brahma names the, the, the baby name Jalandhara. Now it so happens Jalandhara grows to be a very 
strong personality in looks as well as in uh, mystic powers and everything like that. And he actually comes to know about uh, the the whole Samudra Mantam which happens and how the Devas basically go and they get the Amritam and Rao and uh, all these people are cut and everything like that. So then he decides to challenge uh, Indra in course of this. So the whole the whole Leela goes as there is a lot of battles which happen and eventually Jalandra actually destroys uh, uh, Jalandra actually destroys the Devas and everything like that and they are all uh, pushed out from from the Swargaloga. So basically all these people are roaming and then uh, Jalandra is ro- ruling over the heavens as well as the Bulokam. It is said at that time when Jalandra was ruling there was no uh, there was no unhappiness no sorrow, no distress, everyone was happy even in Bhulokam at that time. This is in early Satyuga time. Now it so happens that uh, Indras and everyone, because they have lost all their luster, they are not giving any sacrifices from Brahmanas, anything like that. Everything is going to Jalandhara. So they go to Lord Shiva. Lord Shiva is of course detached. He is sitting in Kailasha, he is meditating. So he goes there and... Uh, basically goes and uh, they indra and these people request lord shiva to say that you know we need to do something about this well immediately they called uh, shiva they talked to lord vishnu they also go to lord vishnu lord vishnu if you understand because uh, lakshmi devi comes out of the ocean she is always present if she is only coming out it is understood as she is a daughter of sagara so she says uh, you know vishnu says uh, Jalandra is, is is my wife's brother, so I can't do anything against him. But only Lord Shiva can slay him. So, this is what happens. Why why Vishnu cannot slay is not a question. He can. But everything is emanating from him. So, what happens is in the course of this Leela is, uh, all the Devatas, they put their energies and they create a powerful weapon. Now, it so happens that uh, Jalandra is actually very, very opulent he has got all the riches and everything he wants. At that point, what happens is uh, Narada goes and talks to uh, Jalandhara actually. And he explains to him, uh, you know, all these people are there, uh, Lord Shiva and everyone is planning to attack him and everything. Then Jalandhara asks, what is the point of me attacking since I have everything? And he makes a very good point. He says, see, generally people want to go attack someone or a nation, attack someone when they want to capture something or get something which they don't have. <laughs> now, this is the folly which he, which is seen here that Vrinda is actually very pious. She is very beautiful. And Jalandhara has a wife. Now, when Narada describes, Narada describes Lord Shiva is a medicant. He only covers himself in ashes. You know, Ganges flows on him. He has all kinaras, all goblins floating around. Uh, you know, he meditates. He looks like a saint. But he's got a very beautiful uh, wife and even uh, even your wife is not even one-sixteenth compared to him. So, the moment Jalandra hears this, uh, illusionary potency takes over and he basically says, I need to uh, find out who is who is Parvati. The, so, he sends actually Rahu and he sends Rahu basically over to Lord Shiva. And uh, of course, Nandi who is the gatekeeper in Kailasha, he comes, he basically asks who you are. Nandi says, you can't go enter, you tell me. He says, no, no, I have a direct message to Lord Shiva. So, Lord Shiva knows all this. So, he basically sends Parvati away. And Rahu comes and basically tells that, you know, you are a medicant. You should not own anything. Even you should give Parvati. Lord Shiva 
just dismiss it as the way he doesn't even fight, he doesn't say anything. Rao goes back and actually communicates this back to Jalandhara. And then it so happens that Jalandhara takes all his armies and, and he goes like this. So, uh, and he starts fighting with Lord Shiva. Now, before he's about to go, actually Vrinda asks Jalandhara actually. The people know this. He says, you already have me. Why do you want to aspire to have another woman? That is a, that is a problem. The fall, his protection is there because he has a very pious, chaste wife. But uh, the problem is he has brought his own karma, according, his own head according, according to what has to happen. Just like Ravana. Ravana had Mandodari, but he had to go and desire for another woman. <laughs> so that itself shows that what what you so this and I'll explain this to you a little further in in Padma Purana it is explained. So it so happens that uh, uh, Jalandhara is driven by absolute madness. He wants to go. He wants to capture. He wants to see Parvati. So of course a fight ensures and Parvati just cannot be seen or anything like that. And the fight happens. Now it so happens in all of this is actually uh, Vishnu is also count to participate in the fight. Of course Vishnu can slay him, but he doesn't slay out of respect because he is his brother-in-law. So as uh, you know, he, uh, he he on purpose decides to just kind of you know in the midst of the battle he decides to actually uh, not not fight and fail, basically accept defeat. Then Jalandra asks him a boon because after all he is brother-in-law. He says, okay, one boon is I want to reside in the, in the you go reside in the ocean. So basically that's why you see. He's always in the causal ocean. This is the reason why Bhagavan is always present there in the causal ocean. So he, he fulfills his desire. Now it so happens that uh, after this, uh, Jalandra creates a lot of mystic powers and potencies where he actually shows as if he's, he's killing Lord Shiva, which doesn't happen actually. Now, when Parvati and all these people here, they are concerned. So Jalandra decides to use his mystic power and trick and go over to uh, Parvati as Shiva. Now, interestingly, in in a state of grief, what Jalandra as Shiva does is, he wants to go and embrace her. But that is a folly. When when a person is in a grief or sorrow, he, you know, they can, when an embrace is not in that kind of embrace, he want, this person is lusting behind Parvati. So, when moment Parvati sees this, he says, even before I have never had this person like this, I would, uh, and you know, if he, the way Lord Shiva attained me before was he did penance. So she decides to test. She is not sure who this person is. Now it so happens that Vishnu sees this and this is where basically Lord Vishnu goes to Vrinda. Right? And it so happens that he goes there as an ascetic because Vrinda gets a feeling that Jalandhara is going to get slain away. And so he takes a form of an ascetic actually. And then it's an ascetic in illusion. He tricks Vrinda as Tulsi, we say. So basically to embrace him. So immediately her chastity is broken. But now the question is, one people ask is why this happened? Well, Jalandra did not do right because he himself used trickery to go behind another person's wife. <laughs> so as it said in karma, what you sow you reap. <laughs> So, this is exactly what happened. So, there is no uh, deceit or trickery here. Jalandra exactly got what deceit and trickery he did. <laughs> so, people may not know this detail. So, it so happens now, of course, in course of this Leela and pastime is 
Vrinda decides, she understands eventually this is Lord Vishnu and basically she curses that even in the future that how stone-hearted you did this and that's why we see he becomes Shaligrama. But of course, also the fact that she says in, in, in next time, an ascetic will also come take away a wife. So that's what happens in Rama Avataram where basically Ravana comes as an ascetic and takes away. But this is all by providence of Bhagavan's Leela because Bhagavan Vishnu wanted to come as Shaligrama and that's why he is reciting in Kali Gandaki. We see Shaligrama in different people's homes and temples, right? We worship. It is actually Bhagavan himself, right? Every other every other Archa Vigraha, we have to do Pranapratishta and other things. But Shaligrama in its form itself, that's why it is recommended that those who have Shaligrama at home should have a very strict standard who are Brahmanas, who are following, uh, you know, at least Brahmanical way of life in following these things because it is far more powerful and a potent Vigraha directly. So that is the, this is the gist of the pastime, what happens. And of course, in the course of this, Jalandra now gets slain by Lord Shiva. So this is a huge, huge, many, many chapters of Padma Purana, but generally we just know two or three, you know, lines of why this happens. But this is the whole gist of how the Leela happens, of how Bhagavan decides to take and for the benefit of all of us, that's why it is said as Su, Suvrataha, because Bhagavan without being as Archavigraha, we cannot associate with him, we cannot worship with him. And for him to come as Shaligrama himself is a form of kataksham or reciprocation for us, so we can worship him and get purified actually. So actually this is to be understood actually. So Bhagavan tries to take incarnation of Varataram in every form, whichever way it is. His holy name is Namasankirtanam, whether one may offer flowers, one may offer fruits at his home, one may do some japa. This is ultimately to develop the loving reciprocation towards Bhagavan. Bhagavan Krishna doesn't need material objects. Yes, we can don we can donate, we can give everything to him. But the real aspect he wants is sincerity and love. Just like an unalloyed love a child gives towards its mother and father. The same way. Doesn't matter what bhavam we may worship Bhagavan in actually. As long as we give this reciprocation towards him, he reciprocates according to us. Of course, there are stages of this reciprocation because as it is said, one has to understand this realization which means one has to get purified. One has to have no anarthas, right? One has to reduce anarthas. One has to get away from things which are unfavorable to a uh, a spiritual, a Brahmanical way of life, right? Uh, you know, eating sattvic food or associating with people. Yes, we may have profession, we may have things to do, we have, uh, you know, job to do. But at the same point, keeping our lives focused towards worshipping Bhagawan's feet is what is important. So, I will just end today's class. Uh, uh, and this is the story of how Shaligrama, Jalandhara, Vrinda Devi comes and why Bhagawan takes his incarnation also in Kali Yuga to help us worship and you know have that association with him. Hare Krishna, if, uh, any comments or questions? Good, so I'll just repeat the question. So the question is asked is, is there a way to show this reciprocation uh, to other Jivatmas in a day-to-day life as Bhagavan is saying? Yes, it is correct because uh, you know of course we have to understand the first realization, first one has to understand is 
there is we as jivatma then there is bhagwan inside us and he is present also there in everything right so of course we have to be respectful uh, we have to associate with people and understand everyone's part and parcel but at the same point also there is an aspect of karma which is understood right sometimes uh, like example the simple example we would give is arjuna was on the battlefield right i know this is a this is a one of the the best example because it's a very comp- it's a very uh, it's a dharma sankatam for arjuna because all of the people on the battlefield on the other side are his family members right now of course this is not in literal sense but arjuna said you have to fight as a duty now at the same point our interaction with people you know on a daily basis we have to be respectful we have to be humble yes sometimes we have to avoid some association there is a when there is a best saying is if you see trouble it is better to steer away from it if you see sir there are people who may cause harm to you right who who are trying to because there are good people always right and there is always good people to associate the problem is never of association of good people the question is always is what do you do when someone is trying to maybe not be good to you or not be favorable to you in some sense right because that's that's always a complicated problem for all of us so the best thing to do is understand that he is also jivatma but due to his karma he is acting like this so we just wish the best for them and uh, if we, we as if it's something we can avoid association or you know be away from them then that's the best way if what we could say but on the other hand for those people on a daily basis we interact our loving pair, you know whether it is our parents our family members our friends you know our people we work with right it is important to show humility and kindness to them because after all it is said that association of a, a vaishnava is very very fortunate for even them because the only way we can attract someone even if you think about it in general world right people you know let's take a material example right there are people who are past world leaders who have been dictators but the problem is people only fear them uh, serve them out of fear right the best way to to show some care and affection is to show unalloyed loving affection so by showing kindness to people right is the best way actually so that is why it is said in bhagavad gita also that qualities like humility kindness you know uh you know when people come to the temple whether we distribute prasadam or uh, it is said also just to say right atithi devo bhava means someone who comes to the home you know if you cannot at least give sweet words right don't speak harsh right at least yes we are not perfect there are times where uh you know we may say something but the, it may happen due to our understanding and some karma whatever is there but at the same point we should be grateful to associate with kindness and humility to everyone and that will help not only them but even us from within to become more humble it is said that actually uh, as bhagavad gita says that vidya vinaya sammane gramini vyavasthini means every learned yogi of course is someone who sees all those people equally but that's why i said it is to understand that if we can interact with kindness to everyone that is what is important and if sometimes you you have to avoid some people then better to not associate with them rather than say something that's what i would say because saying would only uh, you know complicate things <laughs> it's a good question but i hope uh, there is no 
you can't compress this answer in one thing, but I hope if that understood the mood of the answer. Yeah, it is also there yes, in other kalpa. This is the one which is in, in the Padma Purana in Uttarakhanda, actually. I don't know the other, I guess I heard the other one too, but uh, I have not read in which uh, kalpa or which section of the Padma Purana I have not read that. It, it will be there, I know that, yes. Yes, it is true because, see, that is why it is said that uh, Bhagwan is ever existing, right? That's why I said, when people think that, oh, in this Leela, uh, you know, is it that only in this Leela Bhagwan comes? No, he is ever existing. He is always taking incarnation and avataram. There is not one universe, there is millions of universes, right? We know in our universe of Brahma, this is called uh, Vivasvan Manus Kalpa, actually. Right? There are so many kalpas which are present and which happen. So this is the, we know in this, but the, I have not, I have not read to that extent in which, uh, which exact kalpa or which section it comes, but yes, that is another leela too which happens. But this is in the Uttarakhanda of Padma Purana. It is, yes, it is correct. Yes, to, so just to repeat the question, and, uh, to develop loving relationship, and to develop bhava stage, one should also associate with those who are there. So, it is correct that those kind of, is rare amongst rare. That's what I would say. But that is why all different acharyas who have come, right, uh, they have always stressed the Shastra and Bhagavan Nama Sankirtanam, right? And this is the path given to all of us. Like, Prabhupada has given an example, and I've quoted this before, is, uh, like a plane, right? A plane has to take off from a runway. Uh, you know, that the plane can be readied, right? Ultimately, we are the pilot. We have to fly it off the runway. <laughs> so, how much association we can have? Like, you can, you know, the example of Jada Bharata, right? Uh, Bharata Maharaj, right? And he takes off a deer. So, the, the aspect is, uh, if we don't follow as what is given by previous Acharyas, then even we can go to that stage where, you know, we may have to, of course, there is no failure for the unsuccessful yogis, Bhagavan says. But to answer your question, yes, Mahabhagavatas of Bhava stage are rare. They are present. Yes, they are present. But if you count in the millions of population, right, it's just like a few handful. Yes. No, it's not this, correct. It is not this. It is to the whole universe only. So that is true. That is why it is said that association of a sadhu, association of a someone who is pious, right? And it is that we also as Vaishnavas, one should understand that uh, there is things to always be learned from everyone around us. Not just, you know, th- there is a there is a misconception where people think that, you know, uh, when you come to that stage, you know everything. No, we can, one can never know everything. Only Bhagwan knows everything. There is only one person who knows everything. So, even for people among us, whether we are working with people in a, in a normal work or any any situation we will learn. But coming to the aspect of bhava, it is correct. That is why it is said that if we may not have direct association, but through their works or through their life or leelas or what they have written, right? Like if you see 
people like Bilwa Mangala Thakura, Norutam Das Thakura, right? I'm just using examples, right? Madhvacharya, Ramanacharya, all the different Acharyas, Prabhupada, so many other people have given all these things, right? So, uh, well, one can say uh, we didn't take birth at that time, that is not Bhagawan's fault, that is our fault. <laughs> that is our fault, right? As we decide where we want to take birth. Yes. Yes, and that is exactly right. And that's why one should never uh, forget who we are and we should continuously think about Bhagwan and associate. That is correct. Yes. Yeah. Yes, go ahead, Bruji. Who's? I, I didn't hear that. Yes. Yes, correct. Yes, they are. Yes. No, that's okay. See, the thing is, it is it is okay. See, some. I, I think I get your question, Prabhuji. So, the point is, you're right. As we know, there are four Vaishnava Sampradayas, right? And... Brahma, Madhva, Rudra, Gaudiya Sampradayam, you know, Sri Sampradayam, Nimbarka Sampradayam is present. There are Vaishnavas in all of those places. And there, there are many people who are uh, living, whether in US or many other countries, you know, who are also practicing Vaishnavism, right, from different Sampradayam, actually. And we should think about, and even actually it is said that those, if you think about the second, is to blaspheme the uh, Vedic cultural literature and persons of Vedic version, as we say, right? One of the offenses. People who follow also Vedic culture and tradition, you know, we should be grateful because without, it's a collective aspect, right? So, you know, when one can't say that, uh, you know, only uh, this Sampradayam, only this, this we, are the, we are the only people. No, there are people from all the four Sampradayams who have given wonderful explanation of Bhagavan's Leelas, right? And they are also present as Mahabhagavatas. The best example I can give is this, that Bhagavan has uh, Bhavas or Rasas in different relationships with every Jivatma. Similarly, every every Jivatma, we want to, uh, you know, for example, let me give a very, uh, a very, uh, a very realistic way. Lot of people, for example, let's say, for example, a lot of people generally got your Vaishnavas, of course. Uh, there is so much more. Nowadays, people move across continents and everyone is present everywhere, right? But if you think practically, a lot of people from Valava Sampradaya are towards in India, in Gujarat or Rajasthan, right? They worship Lord Krishna. Now, some of the customs and traditions are morphed across that particular region, right? And what they follow. And, you know, that's why a particular Sampradaya has come into that effect. Right? It doesn't mean there are people not present. Like, Goddess Sampradayam is more towards in the Bengal side, right? You have Sri in the, then you have, you know, uh, Nambarka in the central and all that stuff. So, uh, just because one is present, one is there, it doesn't mean one is higher, this higher and lower is all a, a material thinking. In eyes of Bhagavan, it is all the same. Correct. No, this is, uh, this is, no, it, uh, 
No, that's so. I, I think I get your question, Prabhuji. So, see, it is said like this: for some people who may not have any background, they may not read. It's okay, right? Uh, but those who have understood and you know read a lot more, once you are dhridam, then you will read other things. But you know what to discern, what to not to discern, right? So one cannot. Sometimes what has happened is this: uh, you know, many times Prabhupada is given quotations in his lectures or personal letters to certain disciples of his, right? But they are very specific based on uh, instruction for that particular disciple. It is not, I mean, some of it can be generalized, but not all of it can be generalized. Like for example, right? I mean, the best example I can give is, a parent may have two children, right? Uh, you know, the parent may try to ch- uh, treat one sibling differently. Not doesn't mean the love is lesser or more, right? They may say, okay, you do this way, you do that way. doesn't mean... It is different or more, right? Like that. So, it's more of an understanding of maturity. You know, as you become more mature, uh, then they will also understand that. So, no point to, you know, argue on that, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's okay, yeah. But anyway, but the thing is, uh, there are so many Vaishnavas present and that's why it's a wonderful thing Prabhuji asked here, right, about how's the reciprocation, right? So, yeah, I mean, being humble and kind is important, right, to other Vaishnavas who are present and everyone else in general, right? I mean, even not to human beings, even to animals, right? <laughs> That's also important. <laughs> okay, we'll, we can talk later. Vrindaraj Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai.